νομίζω κάνει φοβερή δουλειά στην, στην ομονία. Hello, welcome to another edition of the No Chopters podcast. I'm your host, Stel. I've got Roy with me. Um, pardon my uh, body language, because today's been one of those days where everything and everyone is pissing me off. Honestly, it's just one of those days. You know when you're just having one of those days where it starts off shit and it snowballs? That's my fucking day. My kid is pissing me off like I... Roy, how you doing? If you were a woman, I'd say you're on your period. <laughs> I feel like I'm on a fucking period, mate. The only thing that's lacking is the fucking blood. Uh, how, am I, how am I doing, Refile? After how can you trust something? How can you trust something? On Friday that bleeds for seven days and doesn't die in there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, yeah. Anyway, After so we did... Friday's pod, when we, had to, when we had to do the conclusion of the season and losing against uh, Abuel, uh, I didn't expect that on a, on a Monday out of all days, we're going to have to do another pod. That again... Um, you know, I'm I'm not very happy to do it. The news today, um, I'm not going to say shocked me, but uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm not happy. I'm not happy with the with the decision. And uh, I'd like to start off the pod before I forget by saying a, a big big thank you and a sorry to Mr. Burke for everything he's. He's offered, and no one can take anything away from this man. Uh, if I can just say something real quick, uh, I don't want uh, this this pod to or this show to be a platform for people to argue. Obviously, everyone can have his opinion, and we're going to put as many comments up as as possible. But at the end of the day, the, the, we have to respect any decisions being taken, even though we might not agree. And uh, to remember that uh, we are with Omonia. Okay. Anyone stembroso volatres? Granted, some people contributed highly in the success of this club, and they should have been treated with a bit more respect, and people not forget what they've offered. But there's no point of. Uh, of uh, looking back, okay? So this is for me. I don't have too much time today. So maybe you, you're gonna leave the loan for some time if we don't finish it early. 
But this is the opening statement for me, Ballisper. Um, I'm shocked at the timing of it. I can't say I'm shocked that he's gone. I'm shocked with the timing of it. Because, let, let's get it right here. We've still got the cup to play for. And I know many people are going to say, well, you know, we've got no chance of winning the cup given our, our league season. But stranger things have happened. I seem to remember an Italian manager getting the Chelsea job as a caretaker and winning the Champions League. Okay, albeit he had two or three games anyway, whatever. But in a cup competition, you never know what, what could happen, especially if you get to the final. So I'm I'm shocked. But at the same time, I think we all knew the writing was on the wall. I think we knew the writing was on the wall when we lost to Voxa. I think that was probably the game when we said ourselves, the title was done and dusted. Um, when you look at the team selections, when you look at the formations, when you look at the way that this team has been playing, especially the back end of of, this, of 2020, I don't, I don't mean, uh, sorry, 2021, I don't mean 2022, I mean the back end of, of 2021, the performances, the results, they just weren't good enough. And we can talk about the signings, we could talk about what happened in the background, we could talk about Lafko, we could talk about all that kind of shit. But I think I'm going to stand by what I said after the Abuel game. We're just not good enough. We're soft. We don't have leaders. The morale is low. Um, and um, I'm just disappointed with how it's ended. I believed he had enough credit in the bank to be given at least another year to turn it round, give him a summer, back him. But this is football. This is football. And we've seen managers come and go at this club. You know, we, we've changed. I think we changed more managers than we changed underwear one season. <laughs> you know? But I, I don't know what to say anymore. I mean, you know, we, we were saying last season... You know, we're not one of those clubs now. Our, our philosophy has changed. We're not going to be a, a sacking club. But here we are uh, at this juncture and it's it's difficult. And and for me, as a, you know, I support Man United. That's my English club. I don't follow them as much as I used to back in the day. And see Henningberg as, as Omonia manager was, was great, you know, and the success he brought the club was phenomenal. You know, you can't take that away from him. He's etched in the club's history, no doubt about it. But before I let you say what you have to say, Roy, I will I will say this. Um, we say that there's no one bigger than the club. But I think the powers that be, the administration, and we might get into a bit of trouble for this. I get the feeling they've bitten off more than they can chew now. I really do think this because it's a it's gonna be there's gonna be big changes required because you can't just sack the manager and bring someone else in to work with this current group of players. No doubt he's going to want to bring in his own players, uh, his own coaching staff. It's starting from scratch. I don't know. What do you think? Well, there's there's, there's so much uh, that can be said. We deliberately, as a pod, and I personally um, held a lot of my thoughts to, to myself, or um, I just shared them in private discussions. And I had said that, it's not the right time to discuss in detail uh, all the things that 
I think. Obviously, the news today uh, makes me believe that <clears throat> we can talk uh, a bit further more about this decision. But I repeat, uh, whatever we say here, it's, uh, it's not going to change the decision. Uh, most definitely, uh, as a friend told me this morning on, on, a, on this other group I have, he told me that there's two kinds or two types of managers, the ones who got sacked and the ones that will get sacked. And from the day Henningberg signed his contract, the countdown started to the day he was going to get sacked. No one expected. No one expected. I, I don't remember any other person uh, having so much support, especially the first two years. Henning Berg for president. Even like, not even one person didn't didn't want Mr. Berg. They wanted to give him a blank check, five years in the club, let him lead the way. But uh, uh, this is when everything's going fine. When uh, things weren't going doing well. We went back to our superior uh, mentality, our comfort zone, the easy way out, which is to sack the manager. Unfortunately, this time around, I don't think that um, other than a sad moment for me personally, it's also a very difficult position because as I mentioned briefly on the previous pod, we don't have at the moment people in the club who understand football. And to make decisions based, they might be good businessmen or whatever in their field, but when it comes to making decisions about a football club and players and the way forward, you have to be a, a bit lucky, to say the least, to fill in the shoes of the most successful manager we had in the history. And not only that, he was, like you said, the biggest name or one of the biggest names whoever... Uh, was in the in this club. I don't think there's anyone bigger than Mr. Berg as a name. And that directly means respect. You know, if you've seen the posts of all the players, almost all the players posted stories about Henningberg. So that shows that the players were sad to see him go, you know? Can I just interrupt there two seconds? And yeah. again, this is going to be one of those moments where people might be watching and think, Jesus, why did you say that still? But it's the players that got him in this position anyway. Okay. It's their performances that got him in this position. It's the results that got him in this position. Okay. I'm just going to say it because it isn't Berg that's on the pitch. Isn't Berg that's in goal? Isn't Berg that's defending? Isn't Berg that's in midfield? Isn't Berg that's up front? Isn't Berg on the wings? It's the players. So okay. while, yeah, yeah, it might be a little bit unfair for me to say, you know, they're the ones that got him there. It's, it's, it's no lie, is it? There, there's uh, a series of events and, and a lot of reasons that led to this. Okay. For, for us to, to be below top six, the responsibilities start from top to bottom. And Berg is, is, is closer to the top, if you're asking me. He's not the first one responsible, but he, he has his share of responsibility, okay? Because there's no one who disagrees that this season has been disappointing on all levels. 
from Baba Stavro to Grigori, what happened with Larku, the talks with the, the possible takeover, to uh, Dasagin, the Scatines, to Papadagin, Ulio, and Daxi. And like we gave them the flowers and the applause last season, they equally have the, the um, responsibilities, the, the proportion of the responsibilities uh, is on them. Now, I'm saying this because we all agreed that there, there are issues. So when there's issues, the, the different approach is, is the timing, the patience, and the trust you have, especially if this group of people have proved in the past that they managed to, to bring you to success. So people started the talk about Berg possibly leaving from, let's say, November, around November. It was a few people, not a lot. And as you said, yeah, he had the credit in the bank or the petrol in the tank uh, from last season. And, and the same thing is for the players. It's not, diff it's not very different because you can either say, okay, judging on this season, you say, okay, every, everyone out, but is that the way? The same, the same reasons you can find for keeping players, it could have been the same reasons to, to keep Mr. Berg as well. I repeat, I understand it would have been a difficult decision even if they had kept him. Okay, even if they kept Mr. Berg, it would have been difficult uh, to, to back him up fully because there's a lot of people, not only fans, but within the club that have lost the trust in him. And as I said, it doesn't matter what we think now because I don't want us to have a podcast next year, okay, and, and talk like we're doing, or what's it called, my fetos. Ma bueno Papadakis, ma bueno Luftner, bueno Tiago, bueno Kusulos, bueno Enas, bueno, ya milume, ya chinus, puijamen, ya fijamen tus chefia, ni enen borusan la mazimas. Prebina dumen prosta, prebina dumen prosta, daxi, tine bomen inmera, εγώ να θυμούμε τον, τον κύριο Μπέρκ για όλα τα καλά που έφερε ε, στην Ομόνια. Εντάξει. Αλλά ευτυχώς ή δυστυχώς η ζωή συνεχίζεται και πρέπει να δούμε κατάματα την επόμενη μέρα. Τώρα, if you're asking me about what, what I think, what we should do now, uh, because a lot of people are asking me, uh, should we stay with a uh, caretaker? Should we bring a, a technical director, a sporting director? What, what would you do? I don't know, but uh, I, I wouldn't burn a person and bring a person in now. You know, we've got 10 more games to play and maybe another five in the cup. 15 games are a lot for the Cypriot mentality to burn a card before you played in the beginning of the next season. So I'd stay with a caretaker. If, if we can find a technical director and he can find a manager, even if he, 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 they can talk to each other, he can send him DVDs with the games, he, they can do a lot of work without them physically being here. 
but give him the contract in the summer. But have him prepared. Don't bring someone in now. Right, let me tell you something. And every, one, last every... thing, one last thing. There's also the possibility that we don't go with the model of the technical director and we bring in a manager similar to the English style where, where they manage everything or like Getspire or like Gerkes used to be or whatever. So I don't know. Yeah, sorry. Go That's ahead. right. Um, the thing is, I, I don't think it's any secret that Clubs look for managers, but it's very rare that a club starts searching for a manager within two days. I'm pretty certain the administration have had someone in mind or have been talking to someone for a few months now. These things don't happen overnight. You know, it, it doesn't. So it wouldn't surprise me if a manager comes in after the next game. I think we've got Ethnic Oz next, isn't it? If I'm not mistaken. I think it's Ethnic Goz. So after the Ethnic Goz game, it wouldn't surprise me if someone comes in after that. However, if we are to bring in a sporting director, surely the sporting director has to come in first. Again, I repeat myself, if we bring in a sporting director, if we're planning on bringing a sporting director, surely they need to come in first because you can't bring in a, a head coach and then look for a sporting director that has got no relationship with the head coach at all. Do you know what I mean? Because that's just that that's a mess. That's a mess looking to happen. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, I don't I don't really think this club needs a sporting director, to be honest. If there's a head coach there that knows the players that they want, and we have people around him that know how to do the negotiating. That being said, that is the model moving forward. Most successful clubs have sporting directors. Most Small clubs have sporting directors. Look, IL have got one now. They've got Bebe. Skembri is doing something in the background at Abolon. So it's it's happening in Cyprus. But I think the next managerial appointment has to be one that they're going to back. He has to be. You can't turn around and say, we're going to bring in this guy. And then six months later, if the results aren't good, that's it. He's gone. Because you're starting from scratch every time and you're going backwards. It, it doesn't make any sense. So they're talking about, you know, the, the, the Dutch fella that was at Genk. That, that's the latest rumour, Van der Brom. And, um, you know, looking at how his teams play, we don't have the players to play that system at all. Not 1-11 to anyway. So I'm assuming they've got someone in mind. I'm assuming they've spoken to someone. I'm assuming that this person has looked at the team and thought, right, I need this player. I need that player. I don't want that player. I want to bring in this player to play this particular system. I don't know. I really don't know. Rodri's here. I'd like to hear Rodri's thoughts, actually, to be honest, because Rodri, Rodri knows the game. Rodri knows the game. I, Rod, do you want me to, to give you the link? to jo join us, mate, to tell us what you think, how a club should be run with a sporting direct and all that kind of shit. That would be... Um, That'd be an interesting one anyway. I don't know if he wants to join. Let me know, Rod. But um, um, what do you think? What do you think, Roy, what I just said? What do I think? I feel like, listen, the, the, when Omonia had success, especially the first uh, year when, when the, we were first, but even the second year, there was a certain model. And even though having a manager 
controlling every, everything can simplify things on the one hand. It depends on, on how much that person, how much weight he can carry on his shoulders, okay? Because when, when Larku left and all the weight fell on, on Berg and Darab Ruzis, for different reasons, it didn't work out. So it's very important that if you do go with a model with a technical director, a sporting director, a head uh, scouter or whatever, Daxi, uh, there has to be division of labor, respect on each other's duties, okay, specialization, and no crossing the lines between the responsibilities that everyone has. Because this is what started the downfall of Omonia with Grigori and Larku and with Nikos Haralambidis before. So on the one hand, bringing one manager who is responsible for everything, you can say, okay, you can point a finger just there and say, listen, I gave you the team. I gave you the option to do what you wanted to do. And uh, you failed. But this year it was Olarku Buftei and Grigori Buftei and Omberg Buftei and Omabastavru Buftei. So whatever it is, Refile, I repeat once again, uh, I, I think that the results are the ones who will judge whether the next move is successful or not. Fans don't care if, if next year, okay, ideally we want to win it by playing uh, attractive football, high press, uh, scoring a lot of goals, attacking kids from the academy, having really good players. But if you don't do all of that and you're just playing well and you don't play kids from the academy as much as Berg and you still win, people are going to be fine and they're going to forget. They're going to think of Berg with nostalgia and, and say he was one of the best. But what I, I don't want is for people to say, ah, no, I need an Berg, I need an Berg. If you're on Berg, you're on Berg, Tora. you're Genduto, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say more. Well, look, um, <laughs> um, I do, yes, actually. <laughs> I'm messaging the other day. I'm not even lying. <laughs> um, yeah, but even, you know, even, even that, even if we bring Solskjaer or Mourinho, and you know what? They're not really that good. You know, my boy, Ferresto Mourinho, she don't... So let's let's talk about Berg then, because we've waxed lyrical about him for, for God knows how long. And um what do you remember about when he first signed for the club? What were your your first memories, your lasting memories when he first joined well, the club? Listen, for us it was after um extended period of time where, where Omonia was going downhill. It was all downhill. Even the first season of Papastavru uh, was a failure with the Spanish model uh, we had. So we, we were sort of used to having um our, 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 our roof was the fourth position. And in all honesty, I knew Berg as a name, 
because of because he played at United and I was following him. I read his CV. I saw that he he won titles in other countries as well, and I was just hoping that he'd be the one. Like I always hope, every beginning of every season, you just hope that you're going to do better than what you did this, the previous season. There's no one team in the world that's going to tell you my target for next season is to to do worse than what I did the, the previous one. So I was also hoping that the team with this, with uh, with Simos and Larku and Berg. We're gonna bring the team back to to winning ways and the success like we were. I'm not gonna say used to because I'm 42 and unfortunately the best seasons Omonia had were in the 70s and 80s. But at least I remember Omonia being uh, a team competing, uh, to say the least. So this is the memory I had uh, in the beginning. The first year, I, I think the first year, Mr. Berg played uh, the best football when I thought that that year, even though we still had the best defense, we were a lot more balanced. We had a different style of play. We had uh, more, more skill, quality, speed, all of that. And uh, it, was it was really nice to watch. It was nice to watch Omonia. Last year, I think we became a little bit more uh, tactical, a little bit more def defensive. It was our defense that gave us the title. Okay, at times the the games weren't very nice to watch, not very attractive. You know, uh, a lot of stress when it came to to the victories of a lot of games. But nonetheless, he's, he was a he was a professional. He was a gentleman. He brought a lot of good things. He tried to have a, a, a different mentality to the one we were used to. You cannot just translate what he offered into uh, the success he gave. He he done a lot of other things, a lot of a lot of other things that um, eh, people underestimate. But at the end of the day, uh, hopefully we're gonna look back. And now looking at his numbers. Έκαμε 45 νίκες στο πρωτάθλημα, Κοσιμιάννης ο Παλίες 15 ήττες. 114 goals, 455 against. In the cup, 5 wins, 2 draws, 1 loss, 21 goals, 5 against. In Europe, 5 wins, 7 draws, 11 loss, 24-34 against. A total of 55 wins, 31 draws, 27 losses, goals scored 156, goals conceded 95. These are his numbers. You have to give a manager time, especially fans are on side. Makes no sense. It's obviously a difficult time, but I think the club will stick by the manager. You know my view. Yeah. yeah. But the thing uh, is, that's, that's, the, that's the culture of Cyprus, though. You know, we saw Abuel have four managers last season, one of them, Mick McCarthy. Um, and, you know, in the past, we've had three, four managers in a season, if I'm not mistaken. We had three at one point, didn't we? We had that, but the, the, the thing is that, okay, we all agreed that the Omonia was facing issues and something should be done. Okay, in the hierarchy, 
Mr. Berg was one of the first, uh, not Mr. Berg, the manager was one of the first decisions we have to take so everything would fall into place. Okay. Mm. So, okay. Yes, my opinion was he shouldn't have left now. You should have let him try to go for, for the cup. But I also don't know what was said between them. I don't know what yeah. was Mr. Berg's stance or his opinion. Maybe he said, you know what? I, I, I can't do this anymore. Because I've never heard Mr. Berg once blame anyone else for, for any, anything else that happened. Never. Not, not once. So we don't know what happens behind closed doors. I don't know what's been said. I don't know. We don't know the whole truth. But so, okay. It is what it is. We, we have to, to see what's the next day. How, how would you approach the, the, remaining, the remainder of the season? Rest? Well, it's difficult, right? Because <clears throat> we've got a caretaker manager who I believe is the under-19 coach, isn't he? Yeah, Mario's Nicolau. I don't so, know how long he can stay there for because I think if, if you don't have a diploma, like, coaching like a badges. UEFA, yeah, coaching badges. Yeah, I think you can only stay for a limited amount of games, depending yeah. on the on the yeah on the badges you've got. But anyway, so, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if, if that if that if that's the case. Then if he isn't fully qualified, then he can't take the job until the end of the season. They will bring in someone very soon. Then, surely that's that's the only thing that makes sense. Unless there's someone else at the club that's got their coaching badges that can do it, but who? I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Has your has your D got his coaching badges? I don't think so, mate. Well, I I heard that he was doing some coaching courses. I, I heard again. It's not. It's not. Um, it's not a uh, gospel. So and also that, that Sokolovsky me. left as well. Sokolovsky left. Well, that's, who maybe that's could have been, you know, that's no surprise. Yeah, it's not a matter of surprise. It's just that you know, you're left with the maybe he would have been an option as a caretaker because usually they do that sometimes. You know, they keep the assistant manager for some time. But I don't know, man. I don't know. Anyway, Ray, I've got just let... around ten minutes. Uh, I don't know if you want to continue with the with the with the pod, or do you want to put up some messages? We can discuss some messages. I don't know how how do you want to approach it for the remainder of the time. Yeah, I mean we'll, we'll put we'll put some messages up, and if um if anything comes comes to mind, I mean going back to what you said about bringing in someone, I'm gonna make a predict prediction now. And again, this isn't from what I know, from what I heard. I know just as much as everyone in the chat. I have a feeling um, they'll bring in Kerkes until the end of the season. And then in the summer, they'll bring someone else in. That's the only logical explanation I can think of. No way, no way Kerkes will accept to come and take responsibility without, without giving him a contract for at least the next season. Gerkes is not, he's not a little kid. No, I'm sure. If, if you give him the job, you're going to have to give him the job for, for the remainder of this year and the next year, okay? There's no, there's no way Gerkes can come as a, a caretaker till the end of the season. No, no fucking way. Well, like I said, 
stranger things have happened, then that that wouldn't surprise me unless there's a, a Cypriot coach out there that is happy to do the job part time or should I say for a few months. But even still, like that's scraping the barrel, isn't it? I'm telling you, mate, the way that you, you should have either kept Berg, my opinion, either kept Berg, but we don't know the reasons. Okay. Maybe he didn't want, maybe he said, I'm, I'm fed up or whatever. We don't know. But now, if we do bring someone, we have to see, like you said, the remainder of the time as an extended preseason for next season and back him up. But what worries me is what I told you earlier. With 15 games to play, it's a big enough sample for people to start complaining without the season starting next season. I don't know. You see, eh? This is what worries me the most. Um, yeah, this this guy can't work. He's in trouble. <laughs> um, what about Jesper? What about Jesper? Well, I said it on the last show. Give him a call. Send him to come in. Sporting director. Um, I stand by that. But hey, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, there's there's a lot of talk about this this situation there right, with with Berg leaving, and obviously um, we've only done 33 minutes. Um, I think we need to wrap it up because I, I don't think there's anything else we can say on the matter because everything we, we we've had to say we've said. Um, I, I just want to remember the good times, man. I remember the good times. I remember the uh, especially last season. Last season was just immense. I mean, the, the, the year before was great as well. You know, going to Ireland, uh, beating them 3-0 in their backyard. Um, you know, the, the game at Salamina when Jordi scored that goal, where he just kind of like, you know, yeah. shuffled his body and put it in the bottom corner. Uh, Eric's free kick. Uh, well, which, which free kick, for fuck's sake? He scored a few that season. Um, Ortega was doing well. Um, uh, Dave. Dave obviously yeah. came in. Uh, but last season was undoubtedly the, the historical season. The the red the, the red star Belgrade um, Legia Warsaw games. Um, crikey, the the last minute winner against Ayek um, Ayel. Uh, sorry, where Johnny's broke through, uh, winning the title at the Ayek Arena, beating Abuel three nil, um, beating the Goddess three nil. You know, these, these were big results. Abolon 2-1 when uh, Thiago scored that volley from outside the box. And just the um, the press conferences where he got the Guinea door and he was looking at the, the games that were left and he was correcting Andrea and, and the press saying, you know, we've got we still got games to go. And then, of course, how can you forget telling Andrea to shut the door twice? Mm-hmm. <laughs> can you close the door, please, Andrea? Uh. <laughs> Uh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, and also Michael. Michael with his uh, with his uh, Roban, or should I say the towel, <laughs> the Toro around his uh, waist, shouting at someone in the corridor for no fucking reason. <laughs> yeah, that's some nice moments to remember. And, and uh, I think w- what I did like uh, today is that I've been following some of the groups and even 
some Omonia fans who were against Berg respected him today. You know, even the the people who were against him and wanted him to leave, I didn't even see one comment, you know, a bad comment today. So everyone respected him. And I'm pretty sure that in time, so nice moments and, and I think that people will understand what what we've lost when it's gone now that it's gone I think people will look back and, and understand the legacy that this man has left behind him I repeat he is a gentleman he's a professional he tried to do things in a different way something that we're not used to he had the utmost respect from all the teams I, I haven't heard a single person from another team speak bad of Berg he never provoked anyone and he knows the game from from a, from a different level I repeat by saying all these things I'm not saying he hasn't done any mistakes and he has his fair share of responsibility but if you were going to keep him just to sack him the next time he would have fucked up and it's better that it's done because i prefer bad news to to anxiety you know and insecurity we, we were insecure this way now we know the way forward what we should do i repeat for one last time at least for today's show, we, we are with Omonia. We are with Omonia. And what we want to see, everyone as fans, is, is Omonia going back to winning ways. This is it from me, boys. Yeah, you're right, man. You're right. And the, the fact is, whoever comes in, be it you know, whoever it is, whichever manager comes in, we need to give them our full backing. We can't judge after a week, two weeks, a month. Um, and it's going to take time. Definitely going to take time. But I think now looking at it, this will be the second new manager under this administration. And they're going to want to get this one right as well. And I said it a long time ago. Uh, Baba Stavro is a businessman. And um, he won't want to be throwing money left, right, and centre, sacking managers left, right, and centre if the going gets tough or when the going gets tough. What I will say, and again, this might um, rub up people the wrong way or certain people the wrong way, I don't think we can fully trust what's being said by the club at the top. And the reason why I say this is because, cast your mind back to, you know, when Baba Stadl had that press conference when it, the, the deal with uh, Papa John fell through, you know, he was saying, nothing's going to change. We're going to keep our philosophy. We're going to, you know, keep doing what we're doing. Nothing's going to change. Less than a month later, Larko goes. So that's the first change. And now Henning Berg's gone. So clearly things change. Circumstances change. I get that. I get it. But right at this moment in time, right at this moment in time, and I'm, I'm saying because this is fresh, it, ask me in two, three weeks, I might change my opinion. But right this moment in time, this sacking seems like a knee-jerk reaction. It seems like they've panicked and they've jumped the gun. That's just how it seems for me right now. 
like I said, in two or three weeks' time when the dust settles and maybe someone else comes in and things change a little bit, I, I might be saying, I'll probably be saying something different. But given the circumstances, given how we've still got X amount of games left in the cup to play for, sacking the manager right now, I don't know, it doesn't sit right with me. I don't know. Anyway, Refile, I think whatever the the decisions might have, uh, whatever decision they, they took, for some it would have been wrong, for others it would have been right. I think only time will tell. I think Papa Stavro proved that he's not a person that takes decision decisions when he's uh, panicking. But the truth is that this time around, there's a lot of things to be done and there's a lot, a lot more pressure because he's started to to witness the Omonia fans from, from the flip side of things, you know? Because he had his honeymoon period, he brought in the success, and it was all fun and games, but now it's not. So we will have to wait and see. We have to wait and see, back, back the decisions. We might not agree with everything, but we have to wait and see what's going to happen. No, you're right. You're right, and I think we're going to end it with with um, some positivity, okay? As you quite rightly said, we support Omonia. We don't support, you know, a, a manager or other players, okay? We're, we're going to back them, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But players, managers, owners, they come and go. The fans are always going to be here. So we just got to stand by the decisions made by the hierarchy, whether we like it or not, because there's nothing we can do. There's nothing we can do. When they make those decisions, they make the decisions. That, that's what they feel. It's for the betterment for the club. They, they, they believe that these are the correct decisions. So we're going to have to stand by it. We don't have to like it, but we have to stand by it. And patience is a key. It's a very, very big key. Um, and you know what? As I said, we're still games to play this season. Get behind the players because, you know, I said before that They've got their role to play. They had their part to play for in Berg sacking. But at the same time, they're still playing for Omonia. They're still playing for the players. The heart's there. Like we said after the other world game, the fight was there. The desire was there. Okay, it just wasn't meant to be. So we back these players. And hopefully, hopefully, they go for the cup. Because I'll tell you this for now. Speaking to some of them that I have done in the past couple of days, they're fucking up for this cup. Don't get me wrong. They know what's happened in the league and... You know, it hasn't been a great season, but they're up for this Gibelon man. I'm telling you. Anyway, shall we wrap it up? We'll leave it as there. We'll leave it at that. Boys and girls, thank you very much for Thanks, tuning guys. in. Um, like, subscribe, tell your nunna. And, follow um, us on Instagram. Yeah, follow us on Instagram. Our, our handles are right there. And um, like I said, we back the players. We back whoever comes in and we move forward. It's a chapter that's ended. It's a chapter that we didn't want to end yet. Okay, a lot of us. But this is football, Gobelia. This is football. This is life. Nothing stays the same. No one likes change. You know, I didn't like when I had to go from a Nokia 3210 to an iPhone. Tough shit. This is life. This is how it's Yeah, it tough shit, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> and look at you brag about all the other appliances I have in my home. <laughs> By the way, someone asked if your alarm has been fixed. Is that is that all right? I actually got a lot of fucking messages for my alarm, man. 
and that video we put on TikTok went up almost 10,000 views. Get out of it. I haven't even seen it on TikTok. I need to go check it out. <laughs> yeah, man. Fuck it. Hell. Anyway, it ain't. I have to run. You go. You go. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to wrap it this time. Thank you, Henningberg. Thank you for everything that you've done. We wish you all the best in your career. You've been a great manager, great servant to the club. Until next time. Bamishilakamu.